Welcome to Gracefield Grit. I'm your host, Lana Stenner, and we are chatting all about growing your faith, family, and the backyard farm. Here at the Gracefield Homestead, we are having honest, hard, and authentic conversations with some amazing guests about getting back to the basics and what's important in life. We are not for everyone, and we don't clean up our conversations, so you will get the unedited chat. Each episode, you can expect practical tips and encouragement. I am so honored to have you join us today, so grab a cup of coffee and let's do this thing. This podcast is brought to you by the Backyard Farm Academy. Have you dreamed of fresh eggs every morning and adding chickens to your yard? Do you want a flourishing garden and fruit trees to be more self-sufficient or even honey from your own beehives? Join the Backyard Farm Academy, where we will simplify all the steps in our online training sessions that you can complete at your own pace. Go to lannacenter.com backslash academy for more information and to grab your spot. Let's get busy building your backyard farm. Hey friends, today we have a great show for you on how to improve your food security with a backyard garden. In the last two years, we've experienced some interesting situations with regards to basic food supply chain. Of course, some of this was started back in COVID when we were all looking for bread making supplies and couldn't even get a hold of a yeast packet or toilet paper for that matter. But as those situations were resolved, recently some new ones have been popping up that don't have anything to do with the pandemic. I've really tried to stay clear of this topic because I'm not a fan of the fear-based mentality and scarcity-driven decisions that can get a bit extreme. However, it is the elephant in the room that does need to be addressed, and I think it's time. And I'll tell you what, with inflation rising and the experts revealing that our grocery prices have increased by 25 and sometimes even 50% already in the past year, and prices are expected to go even higher... Let's take a few steps now to get started increasing our food security by growing your own in a small space in your backyard. So first of all, today, I'd like to start by giving you a few super quick reasons why getting started with growing your own food is a good idea. And then I'll give you some practical tips to get started right away. These are simple and easy steps. First, starting a garden is good for your health. Even when you're buying so-called healthy produce from the store, it may be genetically modified or shipped from across the world in random shipping methods to attempt to keep it fresh. So when you grow your own produce, you know when it's at peak maturity. For example, peaches. There's about a month or at least a couple of weeks when they appear to be ripe on the vine. And that's when normal harvest processes happen when they are taking weeks to get to you from other countries or across the states. If you have your own peach trees, then all of a sudden you can smell them. The scent literally fills the air and you know it's time to harvest those ASAP. As the same goes for your veggies, it may not be a smell, but you can leave them on the plant until they feel right when you touch them and when you hold them. It's so simple and you get peak harvest produce the moment it is ready and you can eat it that day. There is literally nothing better. Second, growing your own food is rewarding. Playing in the dirt, planting your own seeds, cultivating the seedlings, harvesting, and then preparing them as a meal for your family is a full circle moment. It's a great hobby, and with a few simple hacks, it doesn't have to take up a lot of time. 
And third, knowing that you can increase your food security gives you peace of mind when there are supply chain issues or even just the prices go up. You can still go to the store and buy food, but supplementing with your own fresh and preserved produce can take the worries out of the situation. Here are seven steps to start improving your food security this very week. Number one, start a garden bed. Of course, there are cheap ways to make a raised garden bed. We have plans to make them out of cedar fence posts very economically. You can flip an old bookshelf over or use a large animal feeding trough or other container. But you can also go directly in the ground without a raised bed. And it's better if you don't till the ground, believe it or not. In these beds that I call no-till beds, you can go right over your grass as long as you haven't sprayed it with any chemicals using smart permaculture methods of building up your soil, layering that compost, the leaves and the mulch. It gives you the richest dirt ever without purchasing bags of expensive soil. Because your soil is so healthy, the worms and the microbes are all working together just like they do out in the natural forest. Your plants will thrive. Many people think that you can't truly practice these permaculture methods in a small backyard, but you can. These methods of building a layered garden, what I call the garden lasagna, it will help keep the moisture in, it keeps pests away and the weeds out, and you won't even need to fertilize. We do not fertilize our plants. We just keep piling on that goodness from sticks and leaves and manure from our animals, from our chickens and our goats. We just don't need to fertilize. So that is a benefit to that. Number two, plant high producing plants. Meaning if you have limited space, for example, if you're building your garden in just a small, normal backyard, focus on the plants that yield the most per plant. For example, one tiny tomato plant, which starts as one tiny seed if you started in you know the winter or in the spring months, or one pepper plant does not take up a lot of space and it will give you a load of produce off of only one plant, especially those indeterminate varieties of tomatoes. They keep producing way into the fall months. So don't waste your time on low production plants unless, of course, if they're super delicious and they bring you joy, then they're worth taking up the space for. Number three, start now. No matter what time of year it is, you can start this any time of the year. Right now, at the time of this recording, we are heading into July. Most people have had their gardens since spring, and that is okay. You can put one in right now. It's not too late. Instead of starting summer plants from seed, you can head to your local nursery or hardware store and purchase a couple of larger growing plants, and they may even be on clearance and can provide you produce through the fall months. So it's not too late. If you are listening to this in the fall, Go ahead and prepare your beds now. There are winter crops and sheeting options, even here in zone six, where it is frigid and below zero. You can get almost a 10 months of growing period. We do have probably maybe January and February where we can't grow really anything. But if you had a hoop house or some kind of sheeting over it, you could definitely do this. 
And, and even if you don't start planting in the late fall, you will be far ahead when the seed starting begins in the spring. So every season is gardening season, no matter what zone you're in. In the winter, we are starting seeds in the basement under grow lights and eating all of our preserved foods. In the spring, we're cultivating those seedlings and preparing the ground and planting. In the summer and fall, we're tending and harvesting. It is a beautiful circle and you can jump in at any moment of the year. So just start it right now. Number four, plant vertically if you are in a small space or in your backyard. This could be on tall trellises like we have for our tomatoes. Our potatoes have been grown vertically in a potato tower that takes up very limited space or a cucumber tunnel like we have to get your vines up off of the ground. And it's so much better for that produce too, because they don't lay there and get wet and moldy on the ground. Growing vertical will allow you to pack so much goodness into a small space, a backyard, or even a large container on your apartment patio. And I will add, if you have fences, especially if you're sharing with neighbors that you like, they are a great pre-made trellis for your plants. Number five, get a herb garden going ASAP. Yes, herbs are for flavor and they are wonderful plants to dry and use throughout the year for adding flavor and their medicinal values. In addition, they can be a base for a meal. For example, Just this week, we used our fresh basil, loads of it, added pine nuts, olive oil, and Parmesan cheese for a delicious pesto pasta sauce. It was seriously amazing. Preparing food that came from your garden is the good life, y'all. Don't miss out on this joyful experience. So, of course, I'm going to go on a rabbit trail here, but hang with me. In this consumer product-driven society here in America, we are trained to constantly be looking for the next best thing. To find our joy and happiness, we look to things like awesome cars and purses and boats and not to mention the experiences like lavish vacations, etc. And I'm preaching to myself here too. The true good life and happiness happens when the people you love are gathering for food. We make it so complex chasing all these crazy desires and for real, it is simple and cheap as walking out to your herb garden, grabbing a basket full of basil and enjoying pesto pasta with the ones you love. We need to shift our thinking of what true happiness and success is. So sorry about that good life soapbox. I'll get back on track. Number six, Learn one or two preserving methods this year. You don't have to be an expert at all of them, but pick one or maybe two. And it can be as simple as properly freezing fruit, like I did just recently with our extra strawberries. It can be canning tomatoes, pickling your cucumbers, or drying your sunflowers for their seeds. Just pick one method. Keep it very simple and learn it. And also make it fun. You could loop your kiddos in or invite a friend over to make some jam. How fun would that be? So number seven, last but not least, know your approximate harvest dates and plan accordingly. 
We've learned by making mistakes in this area on our timing, and there is nothing worse than getting busy, waiting too long to pick your produce, and it going bad on the vine or plant. This happens so often. Set aside a little time each week when you're getting closer so you are ready to roll when the time comes. Also, plan out what you're going to do if your harvest is bigger than you planned. It is a problem. It's a good problem, but it still can be a problem. As I mentioned, we just harvested another round of strawberries. We have more than we know what to do with. And we decided, we used them up in desserts. We made some jams and then we froze the extras. So I will probably be making cobbler soon, but you do want to identify what you're going to do if you have an absolutely huge harvest. So these seven steps that we've just reviewed will get you started on your journey to becoming more self-sufficient and having some food security just with a garden and plants. You do have a couple of the food groups covered there when you include the potatoes as carbs. Remember, the gardens could be just a first step for you. A fair warning, it does get addicting. So I want to be honest with you about that up front. Gardening and growing your own food is what I call the gateway drug to the homesteading lifestyle and going all out on your backyard farm. To truly get to food security and seriously not worry about grocery prices and the supply chain at all, there is more involved, of course. You know I love my chickens and the delicious eggs. Raising a flock of birds in a small corner of your yard is so easy to do. And how nice would it be for you to know you're eating organic, well-nourished, and healthy eggs from Happy Chickens? It's a great protein source, and many of my friends process their chickens as meat birds as well. This can all be done in your small backyard farm. And then, if you want to take it further than that, than just the produce, the carbs, the proteins, and even the meat, if you choose that, You could get a dairy goat for your milk and cheese needs. I know that's taken it a bit far, but you could also get the goat snuggles as well. It's pure joy. And one other step to go even deeper in the homestead journey is adding bees for that sweet source of honey. Of course, that is a bit extreme. And the first place to start is right in your own backyard with the dirt and a few plants. Producing your own fruits and veggies in your backyard is beyond rewarding. It's a delicious way to bond with your family, have a hobby, be healthier, and drastically reduce the need for grocery store runs. We do have some amazing trainings on growing your own food in the Backyard Farm Academy. There are raised bed plans, how to make a garden bed right on the ground without a raised bed. We have a training and printable grid on planning and mapping out your property. The keys to starting a large tomato harvest, soil recipes, composting, as well as how to deal with pests and diseases. It's all in there. Right now, we have a free seven-day trial, so we would love for you to check it out at lannacenter.com backslash academy. I'll add the link in the show notes here. But regardless of how you get there and who helps you or if you don't have any help at all, you should take the first step to get your garden started right now. And in no time, you will be biting into that delicious produce that you grew yourself. This month is a great time to get started on growing your own food. Thank you for joining us today in this episode of Grace-Filled Grit. I know that your time is valuable and I truly appreciate you being here. I hope it was helpful and that you'll share it with a friend. In order to schedule amazing guests on our show, we could use some good reviews. 
So if you've enjoyed this episode, I'd be honored if you could head over to the podcast app on your phone, tap the album art for the Gracefield Grit podcast, scroll down to the bottom of the page and write a review. I'm looking forward to our next episode and I hope you'll join us again. Blessings to you today, friend, as you live out your own Gracefield Grit.